Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Could Mason Rudolph be the starter in Pittsburgh? Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for Jerry Judy, three firsts and a second. Plus, are the Suns in trouble without CP3 down the stretch? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Is it the dreaded vote of confidence or a real one? Steelers GM Kevin Colbert giving Mason Rudolph his support as the Steelers go into an offseason without Ben Roethlisberger for the first time in almost two decades. Joining me now from Locked On Steelers, Chris Carter. And Chris, how much of the, yeah, we feel good about Mason Rudolph are you buying from the Steelers? <laughs> okay, let's let's make one thing clear, though. Kevin Colbert simply said, if the season was to start like today, he would be our starter. Because... Mm-hmm. Are they gonna put Dwayne Haskins in? I think like like I think I think you know, like, like that's that's their where they're at right now. No, Peter, I, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, hey, you know, because he also said the plan is to go into next season with four quarterbacks. You don't go into next season with four quarterbacks if you think that one of them is the guy. Uh it's what I've said for months now. If you've been listening to the Lockdown Steelers podcast, you listen to this podcast, any podcast that someone's asked me about the Steelers quarterback plans, their plans have always been have Mason Rudolph, have Dwayne Haskins. Get a, get a rookie, whether that's an early-round rookie or a mid-round rookie, and then sign a veteran. And then you're going to have those four guys duel it out in camp. And, and when I say veteran, I don't mean Aaron Rodgers. I don't mean Russell Wilson. I don't even mean Kirk Cousins. I'm talking Marcus Mariota, Terod Taylor, Mitch Trubisky, someone along those lines who won't cost the team a whole lot of, a lot of money while they're investing all of their cap space and all of their draft picks into rebuilding the offensive line and making that defense one of the best in the league again. It was top it was number 5 in the league in yards and in yards and points in 20 in 2019. It was number 3 in the league in yards and points in 2020 and then it fell off when its run defense was got was basically cratered with uh Devin Bush not playing well and Stefan Tuitt and Ty, Tyson Alulu missing the season. I had this idea floated to me by someone in the league after Brian Flores was brought into Pittsburgh, and it was. If the reporting is true, Brian Flores was the one pushing for Deshaun Watson in Miami. Does the arrival (laughs) of Brian Flores change the calculus with Deshaun Watson? If there's another strong voice, someone who is clearly respected, that's why they brought him in amidst a lawsuit, uh, could, could that change the calculus for the Steelers? Now, the disclaimer, of course, is Deshaun Watson facing a legal bad battle of his own with with some very ugly allegations of sexual misconduct. But yeah. to what degree do you think this changes the calculus on Deshaun Watson? Very minor. I don't think it does at all. When you look at the Deshaun Watson situation, I know some people are going to draw so obvious parallels to Ben Roethlisberger. But, you know, let's be clear. Ben Roethlisberger had two allegations, neither of which led to charges, the level that Deshaun Watson is facing. And he has several charges. And these aren't the same cases. And I'm not saying that they are. I'm just saying that Deshaun Watson's cases, I think, is a lot different and it's still playing out right now, whereas Ben Roethlisberger's were simple allegations that we heard about and then were either settled or just dealt with away from courts, away from anything like that. And Deshaun Watson, you know, to, to his credit, he's maintained his innocence the entire time. His attorney has said, we want to go to court. We want to prove his, his innocence. So 
again, that's a whole different story. But the Steelers, they don't want any of those troubles. Now, if if a year from now that case gets cleared up and he's available, sure, they they, they will probably put themselves in that consideration. And Deshaun Watson still wants nothing to do with the Texans, so that'd be something I I think they consider, but not now. Brian Flores is coming to Pittsburgh to be a senior defensive assistant to work with new defensive coordinator Terrell Austin to work with Mike Tomlin and to help uh, sort of uh, not renovate, but uh, you know just kind of rebuild up. Uh, Devin Bush, Devin Bush, who had a really struggling year coming back from his ACL injury. Kevin Colbert talked about him as well. Uh, they're not sure about the fifth year option on him yet. Uh, he was really good for the Steelers as a rookie in 2019. And then for six weeks of 2020, before he tore his ACL, they want to get him back to that because if he can get back to that, that's a huge piece. The Steelers get on defense. Thanks for making locked on today. Your first listen of the day coming up, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for Jerry Judy, three firsts in a second. Who says no next? Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Michigan men's basketball coach Juwan Howard has been suspended five games the remainder of the regular season and fined $40,000 for hitting Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabenhoff in the face after Sunday's game, the Big Ten announced on Monday. Wisconsin coach Greg Gard was fined $10,000 but not suspended while Krabenhoff is not expected to receive punishment. Michigan forwards Terrence Williams and Musa Diabate and Wisconsin guard Jacoby Neath were each suspended one game for punches thrown in the scrum. The disciplinary actions were imposed by the Big Ten in conjunction with both schools. Five hours in the boardroom between Major League Baseball and the MLBPA on Monday, sometimes together, sometimes in their own caucus, didn't equate to major progress as the signs remained far apart on a new collective bargaining agreement. The league increased its commitment in a pre-arbitration pool to $20 million, an increase of $5 million since its last offer, while adding another team to the lottery in its new NBA-style draft proposal. The MLB also withdrew its request of the union to control and potentially reduce the number of minor league playing jobs. Major economic issues, including the competitive balance tax, minimum salaries, and revenue sharing weren't addressed in a meaningful way during the meeting. But five hours with real proposals sure beats 15 minutes, which is what we've had in previous sessions. Gonzaga is the unanimous number one in the latest Associated Press men's basketball poll. Gonzaga remained at number one for the second straight week, receiving all 61 votes from a media panel in the poll release Monday. Arizona moved up a spot to number two for its highest ranking in four years, with Auburn, Purdue, and Kansas rounding out the top five. Free agent guard Goran Dragic is signing for the rest of the season with the Brooklyn Nets. Dragic began the season on the Toronto Raptors before he was sent to the San Antonio Spurs at the trade deadline and subsequently had his contract bought out. The LA Lakers, Golden State Warriors, LA Clippers, Milwaukee Bucks, and Chicago Bulls were all considered suitors for the veteran guard. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for your daily gambling needs. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, two quarterbacks with unknown futures. Bet Online has the odds for where each QB could land with Aaron Rodgers. The top teams and odds are if he leaves San Francisco, three to one, Denver, seven to two, Buccaneers, four to one, Steelers, five to one, Colts, 15 to two, Saints, 10 to one. Interesting. The 49ers are favorites there. For Russell Wilson, the top teams and odds are the Bucks at seven to two, Saints, four to one, Steelers, four to one, Dolphins, five to one, Raiders, eight to one. Bet online where the game starts. 
is another story you need to know. As the host of Locked On Packers, I offered our Locked On NFL hosts some potential trades for Aaron Rodgers and or Devontae Adams. The trade offer for the Denver Broncos would be Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams for Jerry Judy, three first round picks, a second round pick, and Patrick Sertan. Here's what Locked On Broncos host Cody Rourke had to say about that offer. Now, for the Denver Broncos, this is a move that does not make sense for them, especially considering Patrick Sertan being included in this trade package. The Broncos organization, on behalf of myself speaking here, will not accept this trade offer to acquire Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers if, in fact, it means that the Broncos have to include Patrick Sertan. You have to have really good cornerbacks in the National Football League, and Patrick Sertan has emerged as one of the budding young superstars potentially in this league that can play the position for years to come as an all-around player. The Broncos would be very foolish to part ways with Patrick Sertan to be able to make this happen. Now, Denver, I think, on the other hand, would be interested in maybe a counteroffer. We may include an additional second-round pick and third-round pick, and also a second round pick and third round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. All those draft picks for that, including Jerry Judy, removing Patrick Sertan from the equation. That is what we would do here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Okay. A counter. I like it. I like it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of draft picks. And if you're the Packers, I think you have to do that. You have to do that. Because if you are moving on from Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, you are essentially saying we are resetting for the moment at the very least. And then you get this horde of draft capital to try and restock your roster, to try and build up a roster around a quarterback who's just not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. And certainly not in year one and probably not, frankly, ever. So you, you get Jordan Love. Uh, if that doesn't work out this year or you don't think it's going to work out beyond that, now you have extra firsts, extra seconds, extra thirds. To now trade for a guy if someone is available. To move up in the draft for someone if someone is available. 2023 is a, a quarterback draft class. 2022, not so much. Which actually puts Green Bay in an advantageous position. For more Aaron Rodgers potential trades, check out Locked On Packers. Now coming up, are the Suns in trouble without CP3 down the stretch? Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is... The best tasting protein bar ever. It's the best protein bar I've ever tried. And that should be enough because I have tried all of them. It's the protein bar that truly does taste like a candy bar. The puffs. Have you tried the puffs? You are missing out if you have not tried the puffs because the consistency. It's protein flavored marshmallow. I mean, come on. Come on. It. What more do you want? Marshmallow with protein in it? Covered in chocolate? They're unbelievable. They're incredible. And I hope that you are will check them out. And to incentivize you to check them out, you can have a promo code. How about 15% off when you go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15? 15% off when you use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off on your next order at built.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The Phoenix Suns have the best record in basketball by a mile, but they will be without their fearless leader, Chris Paul, for likely the rest of the regular season. He's out with a broken thumb, but still played in the All-Star game for some reason. Joining me now from Locked on Suns, Brendan Clean and, and Brendan, uh, I, I think it goes without saying this is an enormous loss for the Phoenix Suns, 
I guess the question is, if CP is back for the playoffs, how big a loss is this in the short term? Well, the Suns are going to be really, really appreciative that they built up the cushion that they did in the Western Conference. Six and a half games, they are up. The Warriors have actually played one more game than they have. So they're 24 games left at the one seed. The Warriors, 23 games left in the two seed. So to make up that six and a half games, you would have to see the Suns really, really fall off. Let's say they went 500. The Warriors would then have to be you know, 19 and four, 18 and five. That that's that's better than they've been trending all season. They don't have Draymond Green, so the bottom line is they have a, a little bit of leeway here to allow Chris to recover. We'll see what the timeline is for the injury itself. But as for the standings, I think the Suns can feel pretty comfortable that they will be the one seed even with this. This is a team that is pretty comfortable in its identity. We saw a very similar squad go on a finals run last season. What, if anything, is there to gain in terms of the marginal impact of, let's say, playing a backup guard or messing around with rotations, giving Devin Booker more minutes, whatever it is? Yeah, they're going to be really happy that they went out and got Aaron Holiday, a player that maybe you know fans will know as the brother of Drew Holiday more so than <laughs> anything he's done. He's been on some small market teams, hasn't really made a name for himself in the NBA yet, but... They were able to go get him with money we didn't even know they had. They had applied for a Dario, uh, an injury exception for Dario Saric, who tore his ACL in last year's finals. They never announced it. So they went out and got Aaron Holiday as their new third-string point guard, we thought. Now he will slide up a position. Cameron Payne, who had been dealing with an injury of his own, he was their backup. He will probably be the main point guard going forward. He's expected to play on Thursday as they come back from the All-Star break. So Guys will get new experience, more minutes, everything else. But I think the bottom line of where this will help the Suns the most is how they execute in crunch time without Chris Paul. That's been the key to their success all year. They just slaughter teams when it's a tight game late. Paul has been the guy shepherding that along. Who does it without him? I think obviously Booker will be the first to get the call, but they're going to have to figure some things out late in games, and it'll be interesting to see if they can. Chris Paul, in a couple of playoff series where his team had a chance to win the title, has been banged up. And and in, when he was in Houston, missed games that, that could have changed that Warrior series. Is there a chance that, that this actually is a benefit to him in the playoffs coming in with fresh legs? He's not going to take the pounding. This is this is an older player. He, he, he could be the healthiest he's been for a playoff run in a long time. Yeah, you beat me to the punch. I think Suns fans are hoping this is a little bit of a blessing in disguise. Get the injury out of the way. If we assume there's going to be one, let's do it now. I also think the reality is he was a guy playing upwards of 35 minutes a night way, way too often lately. And so not only is this, you hope, the the one injury and, and, and out, but it's also an opportunity for him to just not play basketball, not practice, to just get off of his feet a little bit, hopefully be fresh. Uh, well, you know, the timeline may be, if it's on the long end, we're talking about missed playoff games, but he has beat similar timelines before with other hand injuries. This is also an injury that he's had several times, which is another bizarre aspect of this whole thing. But provided he can return in time for the playoffs, I think you have to hope that he is just a little bit more spry than he might otherwise be. And finally, Medina Spirit was stripped of the victory in last year's Kentucky Derby, and Mandaloon was declared the winner after a ruling by state racing stewards on Monday. The since-deceased Medina Spirit tested positive after the race last May for a steroid, betamethasone, that is legal in Kentucky but banned on race day. Medina Spirit finished half a length ahead of Mandaloon in the race, giving trainer Bob Baffert 
what was then his seventh Kentucky Derby title. Baffert was subsequently banned for two years by Churchill Downs following the positive test. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen. For your second listen, download Locked On Bets, all the gambling advice you need in 20 minutes. Coming up Wednesday, what do we need to watch for as we head down the stretch of the NBA season? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Today.